0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Topic Thunder, episode 206. Before we get into the normal recap podcast, I think um, the most important news that we need to discuss is the tragedy that happened on Sunday. Um, if you listen to our previous podcast, it was originally supposed to be a normal weekly episode, just as we always do. Maddie Moles and I were talking about, um, some of the relevant thunder news. And then all of a sudden we received several notifications from different, um, Uh, sources outside of just the TMZ reference. Many people were talking about it that we received notifications from. And of course, that event was the Kobe Bryant uh, tragedy. Um, At the time, we did speak on it, obviously, but um, trying to discuss those things minutes After the news breaks is really difficult to do Um, and we've we've had a few days to sort of reflect on it and process it Um, and so one of our uh, one of the things we'll be doing uh, for the weekend episode is going to be discussing it as a unit either together or individually but because I'm solo on today's podcast, I thought I would at least share my thoughts on this and then let everybody else do uh, share their thoughts on the, the weekend episode. Um, so like I said, the Maddie Moles and I both received the news at the same time and had to basically like process it partially on record. Which was on our most recent podcast, but I think most of the processing happened off off the microphone, and there's been countless stories and memories told about Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant and the other seven people of the plane uh, the helicopter crash that happened on sunday, and I mean I, I Some of those things, if I were to to talk about them, I would just be regurgitating a lot of um, information and stories you've already heard. But the thing that I personally was thinking about a lot was um, I I was just asking myself why. Um, Why did this happen? Why did uh, Kobe Bryant, a incredibly loving father based off of what we've been hearing from all of these stories. Um, In addition to a great basketball player, as we know him, why did it happen to him? Why did it happen to Gianna Bryant, who was by all accounts, just an awesome, awesome person. A 13 year old girl with an incredibly she was just so incredibly driven and motivated for her age. It, it's just been so inspiring just to hear all the stories about her. Um, so I was just, I just was asking myself, why? Why does this happen? Why did these two people as well as the other seven have to die when they have been, I mean, they didn't deserve it, it felt like. Um, and this was sort of the question i was asking when i wrote the article which is up it's a very brief article on um our website which is okctopicthunder at wordpress.com if you want to read it um you're more than welcome to um but that was what i was thinking when i wrote that and ultimately what i realized was there is no answer. There's no. There's no good answer that will satisfy us as to why good people fall ill to these types of tragedies, um, because we've seen this before and we've asked the same questions and we never come up with an answer that that makes us feel at peace. Um, but I think the long answer to me was a little helpful um as i kept thinking about it i sort of was thinking just about death in general and and what that means and and obviously we know death as a very sad um event that occurs with loved ones um with friends with anybody, anybody we know, death is usually a sad thing. It's, it's something that happens to all of us eventually. It's something that no matter how wealthy and successful you are, no matter how good of a person you are, death is something that will always inevitably happen. And in a way that can seem very frightening and, and horrible and sad. And I I completely understand that. But I think another way to look at death is to see it as a as a rather beautiful thing. Um, and what I mean by that is if you consider a person's life over the, from from birth to death without death that life as we know it does not create as much of an impact on the lives in which that person touches so in other words Kobe Bryant as we knew him, changed when we found out about his death. We were flooded with the, the incredibly kind things he did for his daughters and his wife, the things he did for other NBA players. We were flooded with memories. There were so many good stories that were told. Ellie Duncan of ESPN told a, a great story that i mean i i cried when i read i i listened to that i did the same thing when i heard jimmy fallon's story there were so many good stories that we found about found out about uh and those things wouldn't have blossomed in that way without the death of that person and that seems sort of weird to say but it's 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 some kind of true like the way i see it and the way i've sort of processed this this whole event is that life is meant to give us an opportunity to impact the world but death is that final part of our life that allows others to remember the impact with which we gave into the world. I don't think without the death of any other person, we would remember his or her, um, the things that they did to help others, to help their community. I don't think we would remember it as well, if at all, because life, I said this in the story I wrote, but life without death is simply an existence. You just simply exist. And you might have some purpose in this world, but the purpose becomes much more diminished. Um, So in a way, death is, in fact, a beautiful thing. Um, And I don't obviously think that makes any better than it was. I, I'm i still incredibly sad by knowing that someone as um, loving as Kobe Bryant and as passionate as Gianna Bryant and hearing about the other seven people in this um, tragedy, the stories that I've also heard from them. It's, it's all so sad and I don't think any, I'm not, I'm not in any way trying to argue against that, but I think it's important to also realize, not necessarily realize, but just to, to have that other perspective of that this in a way is a beautiful thing. Um, and, for me, at least, looking at it that way has helped a little bit. It has helped to cope with this this whole situation because, I mean, I still personally don't. There, there's moments where I still am in disbelief that this whole situation is real. It just doesn't feel real. This stuff this just never happens. It's it's never happened in our lifetime. Somebody to this impact, dying so quickly. It's just, it just hasn't. So to me, that was the way, at least for now, that I've processed it. And there's just been so many great stories that have unfolded because of it. And we'll talk about more of that on the Weekend Podcast. Um, but I hope that that's helped at least a few of you that are listening to this. Um because it definitely helped me to think about it in that perspective. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I again, I want to ask everyone listening to this to just um, pray that the families of all of these, those who were lost in this accident, the Bryant family and the others, just that they can move on in some way um, because that's ultimately what they have to do. And we only hope that they can do so in a healthy way. Um, So I just ask everyone to, to keep them all in your prayers as we move forward. And as far as this podcast is concerned, I personally... I think that laughter is the best medicine for any sort of sickness or illness. And I want to keep doing that. And I think the rest of my podcast unit will agree with me that um, as much as this saddens us, it's, I don't think, I don't think someone like Kobe Bryant would want the basketball community to just stop talking about basketball. I think that'd be actually the least, I think that would be the least um, likely thing for him to say if you were to tell us a way to remember him. So we're going to keep talking about basketball. We're going to continue to make you guys laugh, feel entertained, feel informed. Um, But obviously this is something that needs to be addressed. and we'll continue to do so over the next episode uh, after this one is posted um, from the rest of the unit. But, yeah, I think I, I think that's all I had to say on it for now. I'm sure I'll have more things to mention. For the next podcast, there's just so many things on my mind about this. I'm sure I missed a lot of them. But until then... Um, We'll we'll keep the Kobe Bryant conversation for the rest of the unit when we're all together um, this weekend. For now, uh, we're going to get into the Thunder basketball portion of this podcast. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to Topic Thunder. Uh, We are actually not quite done with this game. Uh, At least, uh, I'm not quite done with this game because there's still five and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. But, Oklahoma City is up by 27 points. And... Given the fact that I don't think we're going to have a Minnesota Collapse 2.0 in this game, I have decided to do the recap a little bit early. Not just because of that, but because I live on the East Coast, and this game started, started at 10 p.m. in the evening. Not ended, it started. So you can imagine how tired I am even at this point in the game, so I want to get this over with, especially because I don't have any of my fellow brothers in the Topic Thunder unit to talk with tonight. I ended that phrase on a pe- preposition, but that's something we're going to forget about. Um, but nevertheless, I, I want to make this short and street sweet also because we had the um, Kobe tribute at the beginning, so it's already going to run a little bit long. But yeah, as I mentioned, that uh, Oklahoma City is going to win this handedly by something between twenty to twenty-five points at the end of the game. The final score probably happened by the time I end this, so I'll I'll let you know by then. Um, but yeah, it it was a pretty easy victory after the second half. Um, first half things were a little bit close, and by close I mean it was within a couple possessions scoring-wise, the whole time. Um, OKC actually was able to hold Sacramento to their lowest scoring uh, of the season in a quarter, in the first quarter, which was 16 points. Sacramento was not playing very well offensively, and neither were we, to be honest, but we were able to have a seven-point lead at that point. But then in the second quarter, things really started to gel. We got 36 points and ended up uh, with a nice double-digit lead going into the second half. And from there, things have basically just been going nice and smooth the whole way through. Um, and I think we need, and when we dissect the individual players of tonight's game, I, I think it would be rude to not start off with Lou Gents dort because this man... This man is absolutely crushing it because he scored 21 points. Or he's now he scored 23 points. He scored 23 points on 10 shots. He is 8 from 10 from the field, 5 of 6 from 3. Mind you, this was a man who could not make one single three-point shot for several games in a row, several weeks in a row. And all of a sudden, he's making five in a single game. I I do not mean to go to the extreme, but I always do, so I'm going to. If this guy has a consistent, long-range shot, with his defense and his energy, this is, a, this is a legitimate weapon for the Oklahoma City Thunder. If he gets his own shot, he's basically Hamadou Diallo with a good shot, which is incredible. If you think about what Diallo can do already, he's incredibly explosive. He has great defense. And if you added on a shot to that, that's like, that's exactly what this team needs. And to see that tonight was beyond refreshing. It was, I don't have a good word for it, so I'm not going to try. So yes, Lou Jens Dort, Lou Dort, the Dort man. Uh, I'm just going to preemptively give you the player of the game. Even though the game has not ended yet, I don't think anyone's going to take it from you. So, just incredibly great job. I, I can't. He was just so good. He was so good. And he was he was again defending the the most explosive offensive player on the other side, as he has been consistently doing when he starts games, which he did tonight, uh, because Terrence Ferguson was out for personal reasons again. So we saw a lot of that, that Dort action going on. Um, and it was just great. It was, it was awesome to watch. All the Dort fans, which are many at this point, enjoyed it, as did myself. And I cannot speak enough about that guy. So congratulations, Lou Dort. You are preemptively the player of the game. Uh, Chris Paul was back in tonight. He took the last game off. um, For personal reasons, we know Chris uh, Paul and Kobe Bryant were close, so you can imagine uh, why he took the game off. Um, But he was in L.A. during his personal day off, so being in Sacramento, it was very likely he was going to be back tonight, which he was. Um, Obviously a little bit rusty, uh, which which you, know, you can expect. He was 3 from 12 from uh, the field, but nearly had a triple double: nine points, ten, 10 assists, and 7 rebounds. So his contribution was still very valuable, even though the uh, shooting wasn't quite there. Um, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander was also somewhat flirting with a triple-double, 15 points, 6 assists, and 7 rebounds for himself. Um... But Shea, as well as uh, Gallinari, both of those players have s- continued to struggle a little bit from shooting, or as, in terms of shooting. Um, Sh- SGA in particular has been in a bit of a slump, which is something to keep an eye on if you're a, if you're an avid Thunder fan. I'm I, I, not exactly sure why. It could just be an ebb and flow of. Of a natural player progression, but he just hasn't been shooting quite well. He was five of twelve tonight, as of this recording. Again, the the game isn't quite over yet. Um, Gallinari seemed to find his shot a little bit later, even though he did start off pretty poorly. Um, ended up, or he is currently seven for thirteen, but he definitely started off much worse than that. Four of nine from three, um, so a very a very typical Gallinari shooting night um, at the end of the day, but definitely started off a little bit cold as he has been uh, the last few games as well, but got back into the swing of things. Um, Steven Adams, not too much of a factor um, in terms of offense, but his presence is always very much appreciated on the defensive end. So, even though the stats don't show it, uh, he's he's making himself known um, on the court. So, I mean, given our front court woes and injuries recently, we're always happy to have Stephen Adams. But we also had Nerlens Noel, the masked man himself, Nerlens Noel. Now with. Uh, I think it's now 49 dunks on the season, which is fourth in the NBA. And and mind you, Nerlens the Noel does not start most games. And he is fourth in the NBA in dunks. So that just tells you that this guy is dunkalicious. He is getting it done at the rim. He is alley-ooping left and right. He is he's jamming He's whamming, he's blammin', And that phrase I just said right there tells me that I'm very tired and need to go to bed because I don't know why I said that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was a very, it, it started off very uh, slow. I think most people that watch the beginning of this game can agree with that. It was a pretty slow and boring game at the beginning. And it was still boring in the second half, in the sense that like it really isn't a close game, but it got a little bit more fast-paced, and you could see that by the way this this uh, lead blossomed. It's now currently a twenty-six point lead, so continues to just you know stay around that range. Uh, right now it's one twenty to ninety-four. A minute thirty-two left. So it will be somewhere around that range uh, by the end of, this, uh, end of this game. All of the substitute players are now in. Deontay Burton, Mike Muscala, Abdul Nader. And, and who is that? Isaiah Robbie, The newest acquisition of the Oklahoma City Thunder, in part thanks to, or not in part, but solely thanks to the trade with the Dallas Mavericks for Justin Patton, who was uh, immediately waived, which is a bit of a bummer by the Dallas Mavericks. But we, in return, have Isaiah Robbie, who is now playing the last minute and a half of this game. Surely he will be very impactful. That is sarcastic. This game is already over. Um, but it gave me an opportunity to mention that trade, which we did not get to mention on the previous podcast for obvious reasons. So... Um, yeah, it was a. For those of you who stayed up for this game, I applaud you. I am giving you a mental medal of honor right now, because it's very late for a weekday. And those of you who stayed up were very avid Thunder fans. So again, applause to you. Um. Yeah, very handed victory. One that we definitely needed. After that, um, a bit of a slump that we had with Dallas um, on Monday. So next up, we have a nice slightly earlier game on Friday against the Phoenix Suns. Speaking, uh, I you know what I just realized we never really talked about the All Star reserves in this game. Uh, I'll just mention that they will be uh, announced tomorrow. This is being posted on Wednesday night slash Thursday morning, uh, which means they will be posted today, as in Thursday. Um, Devin Booker is one of those guys on the fringe. So we'll see if he gets in as an all-star reserve. Chris Paul is also a likely candidate for the all-star reserves. As you might expect, I have Chris Paul in my all-star reserve. So we will see if he gets in. Russell Westbrook is also on that fringe with Devin Booker and possibly Chris Paul. So might have a bit of a contentious uh, Situation on our hands if Westbrook gets in and Chris Paul does not, that'll be very awkward for Oklahoma City. Um, But we will see, nothing has been decided yet. So, also, our reserves will be tomorrow. We will discuss further on our next podcast this weekend. So, stay tuned for that. And as I mentioned before, we will have a Friday game at Phoenix which will also be discussed on this weekend podcast. It will all likely come out Saturday evening or Sunday. So stay tuned for that. Until then, there are many other resources that you can use to access our content, including our website, as I already mentioned, OKC Topic Thunder at WordPress.com. You can also find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Um, We have a lot of good stuff there, so check it out. Um, I am Matt Tierney. I'm writing solo today. And I hope you people have a lovely end of your week. We will be back this weekend. So until then,